We're going to chat with Dr. Lisa Young, who is a political science professor at the University of Calgary, and get her take on all of this. Uh, Dr. Young, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. Happy to be here. The interesting thing to me is if you're Jason Kenney this morning, how you handle this. And I'm starting to think more and more, if I were him, I'd say, congratulations, but you're not coming into the caucus meeting with us. You're not a member of my caucus. I'm not having you. Uh, how do you think he plays this? What's, I mean, there's, there's no way for him to call this a victory for him, right? Well, I think, you know, he knew from the time that he had to call this by-election, from the time that he signed off on, on Brian Jean as the UCP candidate, that this was going to happen. Nothing surprising happened yesterday. So he's known that this is coming. And so the tricky thing, I think, for the premier now is how to manage the situation while maximizing his chances of winning the leadership review. Um I think that preventing Mr. Gene from coming into his caucus would maybe add fuel to the resistance to his leadership. And right now, you know, for the next three, four weeks, the, the game for the UCP on both sides is getting their members to find their way to Red Deer and cast a ballot. Yeah. And and so I think that, you know, every move that the premier makes is going to be made with, with that consideration in mind. And not allowing Mr. Jean into the caucus might very well increase the odds that Mr. Kenny's opponents will find their way to Red Deer. Now, Kenny, theoretically, based on the way all of this works, he can do nothing, right? I mean, the, the, the ledge will be done before the end of the month. Um, Gene likely won't even be involved. I mean, he, at this point, he doesn't have to necessarily deal with Brian Gene and the problems he presents until after the leadership vote, if he doesn't want to, right? Yeah, I mean, I think fundamentally, you know, caucus meetings might be canceled because right. there's an emergency <laughs> to deal with, right? You know, for for a number of weeks, you can just sort of, you know, push the problem away. Now, you know, Brian Jean will be campaigning, um, you know, to, to uh, defeat Mr. Kenny in the leadership uh, contest, but he'd be doing that whether he was in the caucus or outside the caucus. You know, I, I think in some ways it, it doesn't matter a lot at this point. Mm -hmm. What matters is what happens after the leadership vote, right? And there, I think it's going to be critically important that Brian Jean has a seat in the legislature. Um, you know, given a whole range of different scenarios that, that we might play out, having that seat is is essential for Mr. G. If we take a look at it, you're right. I mean, there's so many different ways it could go. Let's say it's a clear victory for Jason Kenney. He, he passes whatever threshold you need him to pass. And it's not 50 plus one, typically, when it comes to these leadership votes. It's typically much, much higher. But whatever. Let's say he gets it. What does that mean for Gene? Is he gone? I mean, I think he is. But or do you think he would be willing to this time say, OK, I'm still on. I'll, I'll, I'll be a good team member. Well, I think part of the issue here is what does it mean for Jason Kenney to get 50 percent plus one or even 60 percent? Because the next test is whether the caucus is willing to go into a provincial election with Jason Kenney as their leader. And if the opinion polls don't start to change, if it still shows that there's going to be an overwhelming NDP victory, uh, if Jason Kenney is the leader, then the leadership fight isn't over, 
And and so, you know, if we think back to the moment last fall when, you know, we heard that there was going to be a vote on Jason Kenney's leadership in the caucus and, and it collapsed because it was going to have to be a public vote. Well, that really tells us that there wasn't a lot of leadership inside the caucus among the rebels. Now they have their leader, right? They're, yeah. they're going to potentially have better strategy. It might play out differently. And we know if we look back to Alison Redford that, you know, getting a, you know, a reasonable outcome uh, at, at the leadership review among party members wasn't enough to save her from her caucus. And, you know, if those poll numbers don't change, I, I don't think that, that Jason Kenney is safe. Taking a look at it, I mean, realistically, we're a year out from an election here, and this is a lot of drama to have with the governing party a year out from an election. And I think, you know, Brian Jean's hope is that he becomes leader very quickly following April 9th. Is there enough time? I mean, they've got a lot of ground to make up, Doc. I mean, they are really got a, a big race to run, and a year might not be enough time, especially where they're starting. Um, how important is it to get this put to rest? Well, you know, I think that we see in some of the public opinion polling that Albertans are fairly tired of the internal drama yeah. of the UCP. <laughs> and, you know, certainly when we look at, you know, approval or, or, you know, polling data about, you know, what has driven choices around COVID, it, you know, we see that Alberta stands out. People are saying, no, nah, it's, it's all about politics, right? And so I, I think there's a weariness. So there will be, you know, if, if Jason Kenney doesn't succeed uh, in, in April, the party will want to move to a leadership uh, contest pretty quickly. But that there's no reason to believe that that would be a coronation for Mr. Gene. Um, Jason Kenney might very well run in that leadership contest, right? Yeah. You know, he might have another kick at the can. There could well be somebody, you know, if we think about the cabinet ministers from Calgary, somebody who positions themselves as as being a you know compromised candidate who would be more likely to win the election because there's really no evidence that Brian Jean is going to be any more successful with Calgary voters um, than Jason Kenney is at, at this point. And so, you know, anyone running for the leadership of this party is going to have to make the case that they can revive the party's electoral fortunes. So that's going to be a few months of drama. Yep. Then after that, the, the party needs to get itself organized and run an election. Now, you know, a new leader gets a, a bit of a bump in popularity, t- typically, so maybe it's not a terrible thing, but it's tricky when you're the incumbent party and you have to answer for your, your government's record. Now, the one thing that, that works, I think, in favor of, you know, anyone who leads the UCP into the next election is if the price of oil stays where it is right now, there will be a sense of, of prosperity, the budget will be balanced, you know, those kinds of things help an incumbent party. So there's a lot of variables in play here. It's going to be just a wild, wild year for us. And uh, we'll rely on your insight and your analysis as we go along, Doc. Always a pleasure. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks.